This is Pam Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of uh, song deconstructions. And we are um, still working on our Dark Ghost album, which is um, our fourth proper Pam Electric Ghost album. And for those who don't know, Pam Electric Ghost is uh, my vehicle for releasing electronic music that's uh, inspired by uh, bands like Sun Ra. Prince, uh, Neil Young, uh, yes, a lot of progressive uh, funk, um, George Clinton, Parliament of Funkadelic, there's a lot of influences I have, it's like pretty much, I, 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 I try to bend genres into what I call expansive sound experiments, and I use uh, what you call a um, hardware workflow which means I don't use a digital audio workstation uh, like a Mac or a PC. I actually use real synths like Moogs and Rollins and Arturians and, and tape them into uh, tape machines or digital tape machines, which are able to capture the full headroom of the sound of an analog synth or even digital synths. And then I do my editing on a Zoom R16 or R24. I also use a an MX1 performance mixer in combination with the Zoom to do some cool things. And then I use a BTO3 to create my alter ego, Josephine Electric, who is the female lead singer of Family Electric Ghost. And so the latest song we have is a song we wrote called Sin and Tease Tonight. And basically, um, we, we, we ripped a sample of one of our previous songs using our Make Noise Morphogene which gives us a lot of capability to, uh, you know, kind of rate our own catalog and use the, the awesome capabilities of the Morphogene, which has a lot of time shifting, uh, a lot of inversion, and you could take a sample and use it like an oscillator. And I have it hooked up to an Arturia Rackboot 6U. And, and that capability allows me to um, actually integrate it into the Euro rack, um, I've got a Pittsburgh uh, two by four mixer on the Euro rack. I've got my Arturia 6U, which is the main connection. So all the VCA voltage control amplifiers can be rooted into this uh, mixer module, the Euro rack module, that's a four HP mixer module, and then brought into the external input of the Arturia 2S. And then from there, I bring it into my MX1 and then feed it as a stereo signal into the Zoom. So I'm able to um, solve an issue that a lot of people have is if you have like monophonic synth and you have a monophonic microphone, well, how do you get into stereo? Well, a lot of times we have to go into Ableton and switch it. I find that the compression and some of the DAWs uh, kind of wrecks my signal. And so what I like to do is use two mixers. So I then bring in that signal into the MX1 and then send it out as a left and right stereo signal into the Zoom. So it comes into the Zoom on uh, channels, you know, one or two or three or four or five or six coming in as a stereo signal. So then you solve that issue in the hardware workflow before it even gets to a DAW. So if I do bring it into Ableton Live or bring it to FL Studio or Pro Tools, it's already stereo.
uh, coming from, from quarter inch lines from mixers where it's already been you know treated in that way which i think solves the issue but the song um sentilla tonight when it is i actually play the morphogene like a filter and i'm able to actually get it to do a baseline um that is being manipulated from the morphogene controls and because i played the filter kind of like you, you know you can play a mode filter i'm actually able to get a rhythmic baseline out of the sample um, and I pretty much played the filter for the length of the track, directly putting it down onto the zoom. And so that's where you get this kind of sound. It's a little different. Uh, and then uh, there's some you know, weird tape looping type effects that can be done at the kind of top end in the middle of the song. You hear some weird backwards, forwards, high-pitched uh, sampling. It's all morphogene. And then the drum beat is coming from the, the Morphogene plus um, a Moog DFAM that I'm also playing the filters on through the length of the song. And then uh, I have uh, some other things I brought into the 32S and a System 1M. Uh, there's some, some cool synthesis coming through the System 1M, which I find is a really good um, rack-mounted synth. I'm just using it as base form, and I want to get the System 100 plugins. I just haven't gotten the plugins. I haven't gotten around to it. But um, yeah, a lot of the process that I do is uh, somewhat um, stream of consciousness. But the morphogen is allowing me to to actually bring in, you know, up to three minutes of a song I already wrote, and then uh, it allows me to kind of rework it uh, in a way that's. Um, very satisfying as an artist because I can get a really good sample and then kind of reinvent the song. So if I want to play the song live, I can do a live rendition of a song and overdub like guitar lines. So we just did another good song that we did on our album since these are Neo Song Surrender. And this song was um, called The Devil uh, Redux. We did a new version of it. And um, we basically sampled three minutes of the original track and then added a new vocal layer. So we slowed down the original vocal to like a very slow kind of phantom uh, dirge. And then we put a new ghostly electric vocal on top along with um, you know, like an electric piano from a Juno, a Roman Juno. And then we added a guitar, electric guitar in the kind of like purple rain inspired uh, guitar lines that I can do on my Roland uh, ma manually. So that's not sampled or ripped from anything. I'm manually playing that guitar line on a keyboard. And I've been uh, working on my keytar guitar skills as an artist for like five, six years, and I've gotten it to a point where it does sound like a real guitar in some cases. Um, I think in this case, on the song we're going to talk about next uh, episode, uh, The Devil, you'll, you'll hear that. So we've been talking to some random people on the on this platform. We really like it. We have noticed that there are cutoffs um, on the signal. Not sure if people are just cutting out or... And we also would like it, like if you um, talk to an individual on this platform, you should be able to... You know, contact that person. They should make it so you can text them, or you know, if you have a guest, you should be able to get back to them. Um, 
So I think that would be cool if they could add that feature because sometimes it's kind of hard to um, to be able to, you know, if you get cut off, how do you get back to that person uh, if you're not on your favorite list and then you don't have the way to get to them on your favorite list and you're trying to get them back. Um, but we'll talk more um, on our future episodes. We're going to be interviewing some really cool bands that bring Heritage back by the end of the month from uh, Bermuda. We have interviewed them on Spearman. We're going to be talking, hopefully, to Kendra Erica. Uh, we're going to talk to Rain and Hydra and um, Kendra Black. And so we've got some cool stuff, maybe our Raya Canned again. So we're very excited about what's going on in the future. And I want to mention one thing is like um, Soulsby Scent has created an app Megatron based keyboard. It looks amazing. And it looks like it will be coming out. At the end of the year, it was at Superbooth 2018, and it's a revelation in the way it's designed. It has extensive CV implementation, the ability to morph into different modules, to be able to have you know a multiple at Megatrons, I think like eight of them at once, uh, an amazing amount of polyphony, uh, the really cool design structure for sound. So it's a little bit more than chiptune. It's a little bit more than 8-bit. It looks like you can do a lot of cool stuff with it. It's very innovative. I mean, I was looking at some really cool innovative synth this year. I think um, Korg's uh, Prologue is a really cool machine. I think the Prophet X is a very interesting machine. Uh, it's one of my, t- like, wish, make, make, make a wish list for that one. But this um, Soulsley synth, uh, massive new version of that Megatron with the keyboard it looks like a real keeper. It looks like it's going to be a classic machine that people are going to want. And, uh, got to make a decision going in 2018, 2019. Um, my Juno, I love, but I kind of need to get a new keyboard. It's going to get old in the tube. And um, a Prophet X looks like the one, but this Oldsby sense looks really good. So I got to make a decision. I'll talk to you guys later.